E T Fall Home. What's up, all you Earthlings or aliens, whoever might be listening? Just saying, I knew there was aliens out there, didn't you? I 1000% thought there was aliens out there. <laughs> I'm glad they came out with that. Uh, whoever, wherever he was from, I think he was from where? He's from Area 51, correct? Well, whatever. Just some <laughs> alien thing that was top secret for like so many yeah, years. I, it wasn't Area 51, but something. But listen here, folks. We are kicking things off. Our preseason chatter on every team before going into this next season, starting with the Pacific Division. We will be giving you expert information on each team's expectations for this upcoming season. I'm Joel. With me is Sawyer. And welcome to Howitzer Hockey. hot intro don't you think I, I think it lines up perfectly with uh, the news that broke about the aliens the interstellar world maybe Man, I think you hit it that was a great song to get us rolling so, into the off season oh, yeah. plus some extraterrestrial life forms yeah this out of world talk out of like everyone always says the universe is so big with like what a million planets and there's people out there thinking that we're the only ones around like come on man stop being so narrow-minded here people there is <laughs> other things living like think of all the different little insects and animals that we even live with here just on earth well like, just think about it how in the fuck did Connor mcdavid get here he must have been bred from one of these he's definitely not from this planet oh i think he's half alien half human and he's the first hybrid ever. Like I want McDavid, if you're listening to this, I want to see some of your blood tests right now. Mm. Just some. We just need, want to see if there's any blood work. We just want to see your blood work. And I think the NHL probably wants to see it too, or maybe they wanted to get other species. Anyways, enough is enough. Yeah. One hot topic that I want to talk about before we start talking about every single team and what their expectations and, are. Well, we're starting off this week with the Pacific. Division. Yes, and it's a nice, it's a nice division. It's a well-rounded division. A few Canadian teams in there, a couple American teams. Uh, good mix of uh, between the two. It's a good, it's a good mix. Yeah, but again, I wanna, I wanna kick things off. Sorry, like I know you really want to get into this specific talk, and I do too. Like these teams, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of changes. I'm really excited to talk about the Edmonton Oilers, for example. Even though they haven't really done much, and um. Really interested to talk about the Anaheim Ducks. And another team is the Minnesota... Not the Minnesota Wild, sorry. But like the Anaheim nope. Ducks. And another big team that I think is going to shock everyone this year. Well, they pretty much shocked them last year. was Seattle Kraken. Another team, though, I think is going to be really dangerous this year is the LA Kings. 
you know, re-upping Kopitar there. They're in it for a couple more years, and they're built to win for a couple more years, and that's basically it. But before we get into the specific talk, one massive signing that happened. That was a long way to get around there. It was. I had to. I had to just like I was thinking it, so I had to spit it out. So that's oh, what I did. Oh, it's fair. No, you'd have to do that sometimes. Sebastian Aho signing. Whoa, like Carolina's. Carolina's basically set here for the next five years. Their window is open, like severely. Like I think they're going to be getting a cup for sure, if not two, within the next five years. Ooh, a cup or two in five years? You have to agree with me. That is quite the statement. Think about it. Um, they have all their top players signed for like the next seven years. Um, all of them, I guess. Besides, like the most important ones, if you you want to say that, all their best players. Yeah, the most important ones for sure. Aho, I mean, I think he's the guy on this team, honestly. Oh yeah, him and Svesh, if uh, Svesh can continue to be the player that he was, but. Getting him at 9.75 for eight years, that's going to look like an absolute steal in probably two years' time whenever the cap keeps going up and up and up. Yeah, you're right. And I think think the very same way. And Sebastian Ajo, I think he likes Carolina. He knows he's the man. He knows he will be the man basically for the next five, six years, if not the full duration of that eight-year deal. And he likes it there. He's probably settled. I don't know if he's mad or not. I don't know about that. We just really worry about his on-ice capabilities. He signed. He knew the cap was going up. His agent knew the same thing. They just wanted to get a deal done because I think Sebastian Ajo, he wants to win cups. He's not there just about the money. I know he got a good chunk, but if he wanted more, he could have got more. He could have got more definitely on the market. I think any team in the league would have gave him this exact same contract. There's not many teams that would have said no to this, and if there was one, it would be very dumb of them. Like This guy is stupid. A solid number one centerman in this league. He plays the kill. He is obviously an offensive juggernaut. He scores a ton of goals. He has, what, 97 goals in the last three years, I believe? Yeah, it'd be like... So nearly cracked the century mark in three seasons. He'd be which within is, the top 20 players in the league for sure. Oh, it's real solid stats this guy has. And he's already the all-time Canes playoff leader in goals, assists, and points. <laughs> like, he's what? Well, how old is he? 26? Yeah, He's in the prime of his career. He, yeah, he signed long-term, which is probably yeah. why he signed the contract because it is for another eight years. It's going to bring him up to around his 32 or 33-aged year, which is great for him, right? And if he puts up some solid numbers, and he knows that he's probably going to win at least one cup or two within oh, that time frame. They definitely have the blueprint right now to at least get one Stanley Cup within those five years, which you're saying, and this they could will. be the season right now. Yeah, I'm putting money that on the Carolina Hurricanes. I mean, we, we shouldn't really be talking too much about them right now because we're going to talk about them when we yeah. get to the Metro Division, but it's, well, we hard, it's, hard, not, it's hard not to when Aho just signs that big exception. Yeah, like he, he's he's going to be a huge piece. I, I bet maybe Leafs fans aren't too happy about this sign because Nylander has a com- uh, comparable now. That's the only thing. And Nylander I don't is, think Nylander is as worth that just because he he's doesn't... He's the same. He doesn't do PK. Doesn't matter. Look at the numbers he put up. And he's up not last a center. Year. If he's not a center or a penalty killer, he's not going to get right, that same. All right, Leafs guy, money. let's stop talking about the Leafs here. I don't know how this even got there. But when you said top twenty goals, I just looked it up. He is tenth in the league in goals since entering the NHL. Well, there you go, Sebastian. Ajo. I was just playing it safe, absolutely, just so I don't look like a an idiot. Dud. And he had a down year last year. Yeah. 
So Do you know what I like most about Aha? Got to put some respect on that guy's name. Yes, you know what I like most about Aha though. What's that? It's he wants to win. When I watch Aho play, he's battling. He's battling like what people call like that's a true Canadian playing hockey right there. He's playing. I don't want to say it, but yeah, he's playing like a Canadian. Even though there's lots of Americans, lots of you know European players that play with a lot of heart. But I'm just saying he's putting a good name out there for himself, and he's playing well for his native land of Finland. He's proven that you know what he's doing. He's doing great things for that organization, yeah. doing great things for him, and doing great things for where he came from. Just plays with a lot of heart, a lot of passion, and like you said earlier, all he wants to do is win, and he set this team up perfect to win and be able to continue to go out and sign like more depth pieces to help them. They're going to obviously be buyers for the next few seasons on the tread deadline, so look for them to keep adding, honestly. They're not going to be settled just with that. Injuries happen, yeah, and they got riddled with them last year, so hopefully that's not the case again this season, but... Enough Carolina talk. Let's get over to the Pacific. How about Pacific Division? And I want to kick things off with a team, if you don't mind me kicking things off. I just hope it's going to be the same one. I want to kick things off with the Seattle Kraken. That is not it, but let's go into it. You know why? No. I want to kick it off because of the most recent Vince Dunn signing. Okay. That was a killer contract. They hit, you know, he put up like 40 plus points last year. You know, he's getting into his prime of his career, and they signed him to a good contract, you know, seven-plus million dollars per year, which is good. Yeah, 7.3-something. He was was a top-ten defender at 5-on-5 in the defensive zone and the offensive zone last year, so I think it's a really good deal for Seattle. And they got one of their top two defensemen signed, and I won't be shocked if they ended up signing Eric Carlson either. Signing? You mean trading for him? Yeah, Yeah, trading for him. It would definitely help this team a lot because they're they're missing that bonafide star like that can bring the offense and to be able to rely on somebody like I night think in Vince night Dunn can in, do right? it though. You think Vince Dunn's gonna be the guy that can do I that? I think he can Vince Dunn, that every night. I think with him signing this contract, he knows the direction of this team. He knows how well they played last year. They have no superstars in that team. They all worked as committee. They're a good. They're that's what you call a team there in Seattle. Team effort was given each and every night to get to where they were and get to where they gotten. Winning right. that first playoff round, making to the playoffs to begin with. You know, I think Vince Dunn... Well, he's, a lot of teams ready. didn't think they were going to be taking that next up either and be that playoff team right away. Did you? I did not think they were going to be the playoff team last season whatsoever, like, let alone what they made the second round, right? Then yeah. got bounced by the... Stars, but, was it? No. Well, it was the Stars. Yeah, Stars. And then, well, they just ran out of scoring. Like, they were getting that scoring depth throughout their lineup, like, from top to bottom. Everyone was pitching in from game to game. But then once they started playing those tougher opponents, it was just going to, it got a little bit harder on them. And they couldn't just look to one guy, like, not even their 40-goal score. He was struggling, Jared McCann. So... If they can find that stud, that star, maybe Matty Beneers even takes that next step too, like everyone's expecting him to be. I was wondering when he was going to get brought up, and yeah, he we, got up we, pre- pretty we, quick. <laughs> yeah, we had to get, we had to bring him up. Like obviously, he's going to be the, well, currently you could almost say he's like the face that could be the face of that franchise. <laughs> well, it's ready, right? sitting there waiting, ready for someone it, to take. It's waiting there, like McCann. And this year, it's going to be declared. This year, 
there's going to be a bona fide star coming to Seattle. Like he's the first homegrown player. He was the first draft pick by Seattle. Like it, it would be a great story for him to really come into his own and be that eighty point guy that they need, a consistent eighty point guy, forty goal guy this next year. Ooh, do you think he's that that good? I don't think he'll put up forty. No, I don't think he's putting up forty goals. I I hope thirty. You think I can? I think he can do thirty. Do you want to settle with twenty five for sure? And he'll put up. 80 points. He'll be point per up. game, 25 goal score. Uh, I know it's a shit ton of assists. He got 24 last season, so... Let's put him at 30 for sure, though. I think we got to go 30. He's got to take that next step. He's a 30 he's, and 50 guy, eh? He's going to be th- th- like 30 and 50 points. No, 30 goals, 50 assists, 80 points. So 80-point guy? Yeah. yeah let's hope, I mean, Kraken definitely hope he's going to be that player. They're giving and, him the ice time. Oh, he deserves it. And if McCann can put up that season he put up last year as well, putting up another 40, like never hurts to have a 40-goal scorer on your squad. But we've seen him disappear in the playoffs. So we just need players in Seattle to step up when they're called on. You know who other player might fit the mold there in Seattle that was just got acquired from them there in the offseason? That they just acquired in the offseason? Yeah. Who would that be? The Kaler yes. Yamamoto? Yeah. You know what? I think he's there to prove something. And I think that's a great destination it's, for him to land. Yeah, it's going to be tough um, to really gauge where that player is going to be this season. After playing, like, he had the opportunity to play with two of the best players in the world to really ever play. Yeah. And not doing a whole lot. Like, they didn't even... I know they were kind of up against the cap one of the reasons they couldn't really hold on to him, but at the mm. same time, he wasn't producing either. No. You know what? Uh, before you get into that a little more, you know how we had that segment there last episode about players on one-year deals? like Make it or deal? break it deals. Yeah, he could have been one of those guys. We should guys. have added him to that. He's, uh, he's there for one one year, mm. $1.2 He easily could have been one of those guys we discussed last season because this is a big year for him. It's a make or break. You know what? They have a few of those players in that team right now, Seattle Kraken. Like Tol- Tolvanen, do you think he's gonna? I don't think it's a make it or break it for him. He's um, he's still a couple more years left before he gets to that point if he doesn't yes. do much, right? Uh, they're mostly built of just like grindy players, really, like that can put up around 40, 50, 60 points. Like, Except for Borkstrand, he's not a grinder player. Besides who? Sorry, Borkstrand. Borkstrand? Yeah, I love that player. Yeah. He's, he's talented. He's a solid talk. player. Uh, he pretty well does everything though. He for dazzles. Them. He dazzles me when I watch the Seattle Kraken. I want him on the ice. I think Yanni Gord's my guy. I think that's the guy I always look like. My eyes kind of drift towards him because man, he literally does everything out there, and he's coming from a winning culture in Tampa Bay. He knows how to do things right. Gord's a hard worker. He's not a point guy, but he he's a guy you need in your team to win some uh, win some games. Like, when it comes Why? into those crunch games where, you know, things start to get stressed. He, he put up are... more points than Bjorkstrand last season. Why is he not a point guy? Bjorkstrand heading off here. But before we get into this argument, I want to ask you, what's your expectations for the Seattle Kraken for this upcoming season? Expectations definitely got to be a playoff team again this year. Uh, they definitely didn't get worse. And I think they'll get better, especially if they will get Carlson, but, I mean, it's tough to say whenever he's not even traded yet. Grubauer, hopefully he continues from where he ended last season. Like, he had a good second half and was Mm -hmm. pretty consistent, honestly, for the most part, when Jones fell off. 
have so, to interrupt you again. So they could rely on him, yeah. Thank you for bringing up the goaltending situation. By the way, their host are. Yes. If they, if they had a chance to throw Grubauer basically under the bus, and if they had a chance to acquire Connor Hellebuck, do they do it? I think you definitely got to look at the option, but it might come to the situation, does the player want to play there? Because I feel like for Hellebuck's sake, it's going to come down to where he wants to play. Hellebuck would... It's going to be the same situation almost as like Dubois. Yeah. If Hellebuck, the Jets are going to be handcuffed. If Seattle just didn't have this miraculous season, like Hellebuck definitely has in the back of his mind. He's like, they're a good team. They made it to the second round last year. But that's only one year. Hellebuck's like, I'm going to go to a cup contending team. He can't take the risk of going to Seattle and them not playing well, like let's say the Calgary Flames that we're going to get into later. But... He doesn't want to go to a franchise that, okay, that was just a lucky season, you know? He wants to go somewhere that they know. A proven team that has stars around that team. Like, Seattle could be a few years away from really making some noise, and that's kind of where I'm putting them. Uh, They should be a playoff team again, though. I don't don't think they got any worse, and if they continue to do the same things they did last season, if Beneers takes that next step, they're definitely a playoff team. Wildcard at the least. I'm pegging them as they're finishing third in the Pacific. I have them slotted in at four. Okay. Breakout breakout player. It's got to be Matty Beneers. Yeah. We're done with that. Yeah. Next on to the... Uh, what? Where, <laughs> Good luck. Where Good luck, you, Seattle. Yeah. Where do you want to go next with this one? Uh, I know you really want to lead it off with the crack in there. Well, was there any other big signings from any of the Pacific teams lately? I don't think so. Not off the top of my head, but the one that really oh, sticks out yes. that comes to mind, and I think it's going to be a perfect fit. Yes. And it's in. I don't know. If, I don't even know if you think I'm thinking of the can same I guy tell you, you then? are, but I think it's no. Can I tell I'm going to come out with it, and I'm going to go with the the Connor Brown signing in Edmonton. Oh, I, I think love it. That is a perfect. That is a perfect, perfect addition for Edmonton. Exactly yes, who they need. It, yes, he's coming off that ACL injury last season. So he only played four games with Washington, didn't put up any points. It was really sad kind of what happened with him there in that situation. He played well there, too. When the four games he played? Yeah, but, I mean, like, even He didn't before, play much, man. Connor Brown's, no, but Connor But, like, Brown's in Ottawa. like he, in Ottawa. He played well. Yes, he played great. Um, he played really well in Ottawa, honestly, and he played great in Toronto when he was with in, in Toronto though, during those years. Uh, he can play on your kill. They don't really need him to do that, but... He has that chemistry already with Connor McDavid. He played with an eerie with him. Yeah, and you know what? These two, what, they put up like 1,000 points? Anyone coming into Edmonton with the best player of the last 50 years is breathing like a bundle of fresh air. Like It's like, oh my God, I'm coming to the promised land. Like I'm playing with literally the best player in the world here, and I might get a chance to do it. I might be able to revitalize my career. I might be able to put up 30 goals this year and get a next contract. I might be able to make some money. Like I got to make this chance. I got to make this uh, make this work for yeah. me, and I want to make oh, this yeah, work for Oh, yeah, he has to make it work. And I think he will make it work in this squad. Like he's going to be a 25-goal player next I season. I think so too. Easily, easily. Top six like, guy? Book it. Top six? On the on like the team, yeah. Oh, easy. He's playing with McDavid, man. There's no question about it. He's gonna be playing with McDavid. So McDavid, Hyman, Brown, Hyman and Brown, <laughs> or Kane and Brown. See, I would like to have right. They they have the options there. I'd like to have McDavid, 
probably another heart heart trophy this year coming up. You know, he's in man, he's in the absolute prime of his career. Edmonton and Safest Carolina. Bet. Edmonton, yeah, we just said Edmonton Carolina. and Carolina. Edmonton, Carolina. That could be a great finals, man. I think Connor Brown's gonna be like probably comeback player of the year. <laughs> Who else really comes to mind? Fuck, man. I, I don't know what happened right now. There's, yeah, I'd have there's to. There's over a thousand I mean, players in NHL. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? Not there's, too many that there's, can. There's come. a ton, but like who, not too many that can. None else are coming to mind where they had, where they had their whole season taken away from them well, last I know one. year. I know one player. All right, Yuri Sofkovsky on the Montreal Canadiens. He's not going to be a comeback player though. No, but he's going to have one. He says he's going to have one hell of a good year this year. Anyways, enough of this Montreal Canadiens talk. I know you want to get into it. <laughs> Anyways, yes. With this other team, the only thing that still worries me about the Edmonton Oilers, though, is that defensive core. Darnell yes, Nurse, yes, man. They got he's a- worth the money. <laughs> yes, they got back home, but Nurse is not worth that money the way he played last year. Anyways, if we get two seasons ago, Darnell Nurse, yeah. You could make that case. He Maybe. is worth it. But he he had a really bad year last year, man. Think about it, though, Sora. Think about it. Darnell Nurse, he knows what people are talking about. He He's in the hockey city. You know, his family's all hockey. He knows that he didn't have a good year last year. And he knows people are talking about well, him. Well, hopefully he's mentally strong, man, because that's what they need out of him right he's now. He's mentally strong, and he, he knows needs... he wants to play better this year. And I bet you any money. Listen to me before okay. you say Hey, you don't got to get your panties in a knot over there, man. <laughs> like, I'm not arguing over this you know what? whatsoever, but, but you're new, just yelling and these, yelling. These new New Balance shorts that I got the other day, I went on a shopping spree the other day. Just spending I, the money. Yeah, I did. I never went shopping in like 10 years. Anyways, I got these New Balance shorts. I didn't try them on. I just said, yeah, yeah, they'll fit, whatever. Anyways, they're riding up big time. Not good. And you know what else pieced me off? <laughs> Guess. About the shorts. No pockets, probably. Yes. Is there no pockets? I fucking tried to put my wallet you in there. big dummy man. And this is the first day I wore them, and I'm like, you idiot. What am I doing? I need pockets. I'm carrying around my wallet. You stupid Listen, dummy. I'm carrying around my wallet, my swipe card, uh, my keys. Uh, let's say, if, what else do I carry? You might as well get a satchel or a purse or something, man. Complete the look. A satchel wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Does uh, Indiana Jones that stuff? Does what's his name have a satchel like that? Lululemon? Do they make satchels? I couldn't tell you, man. I don't uh, shop around for the satchels. Never own one. You'd have to ask Indiana Jones, like I said earlier. That's <laughs> who you're gonna have to ask in order to buy one. I have a good story to tell you about uh, Lululemon, though. So, my uh, sister dates a guy. Well, you're up at his place there in the ice bath. Well, you didn't go in though, because you're allergic to chlorine, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't That's go a in. Sin. I'll still test it out at some point. Yeah, you'll test it out. Anyways, uh, he was telling me about his last trip. He was telling me about his trip to BC. He went out to see Lululemon's co-founder. Well, right. You hear about this? His founder. Yeah, yeah, I heard like before he was going he went, out. Anyways, he went out. When I was, when I was up this, there. Yeah, they have this property, probably the best property in all of Victoria, British Columbia. And well, his dad's the third richest man in North America. And uh, anyways, he said that he went to the store to get some Lululemon. You know, just while he was there cuz he said, "You know, you should go over and see what you see what you like." Anyways, he went and got some Lululemon, just went to pay for it. Nah, not pay for. It. Anyways, Lucas is my uh, sister's boyfriend's boyfriend's name and uh, 
only reason why he he was always friends with his son just because he kiteboard and he kiteboard as well and uh so his father took lucas there i'm sure you heard of this story too did you no, I haven't heard anything about his uh, trip there. So, anyways, his father flew just Lucas out to this this island that he owns in the Caribbean, and he stayed at a place which is just what we'd make in one year for one night to stay in this one spot. That's gross. And Lucas didn't charge him at all because just like a friend thing, and plus, like you flew me out in your private jet, and you stayed, you let me stay here, like had the best time of my life so yeah i think i'm good yeah anyways he sold the business right you know that yes yeah yeah i he heard sold about it. that and uh anyways he got all this lululemon stuff so he was showing me all this lululemon stuff and this is why i'm wearing these new bounce shorts if i would have known that you can get like a pair of shorts for like these new bounce shorts co- cost like 60 bucks and he got a pair of lululemon shorts which cost like 80 or 70 and he says it's the comfiest thing ever anyways I should have got that instead of these shorts. Yeah, because there's not even any pockets on those shorts. What the hell is going through my mind? I don't think anything. I think it's rookie shopping. Very well, 10 years out, yeah. You're going to make mistakes, and you made a costly one. You know what? You know Maybe who... get the, put the labels back on and like staple them on and take them back. You think? I wouldn't staple them, per se. But but they're, you know, they're comfy, and they do, I do feel good in them. So maybe yeah. I should keep them. Maybe you should then. That so, was completely off topic from the Edmonton Oilers, though. Yeah, Darnell Nurse. Nurse, do you think he's going to come back and play like a true number one defenseman? No, I don't. Not this season. So who is their number one defenseman there in Edmonton? Uh, they're going to have a two two guys. Uh, Bouchard is going to do their offense. Uh, Ekholm's going to lock it down in their own zone. Is what's going to happen. Nurse is going to be like their three guy, I think. At nine point. At nine, whatever. Point five million dollars nine, a year. Nine point way too much for Darnell Nurse. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not worth it. So that's the thing that scares me with them Edmonton Oilers. Goaltenders, I think Skinner's probably going to ride the wave this season, right? Um, I mean, Holland did come out saying that they're going to give Jack Campbell the opportunities once again. Obviously, first year, new team, trying to get used to it. Uh Probably new systems there too. It's the GM of the Oilers, though. I, I think it's just the defense aren't that good, like compared to where he was prior in Toronto. So he just got to get used to it. Maybe he does have a bounce back year too, and maybe he will be the number one guy. But time will tell. So expectations for this Edmonton Oilers team? Cup this- contenders. They're gonna a place in the Pacific. They definitely should uh, revamp that. D a bit, get Cody CC out of there. I don't think DRNA's ready. Kulak's inconsistent, but they'll add a couple D, I think. And Kulak's there. Darnell Nurse is there. Bouchard's there. You know, that's At your, there. At home's there. That's, that's you your got four. 4D. So they need to definitely upgrade there. They do that. Cup contenders. I have them because I believe they're going to address Action. that need first place in the Pacific this season. And I don't think that's a stretch. So Connor McDavid leading the team in points? Probably not, right? No, I think it's going to be <laughs> Warren Fugel. Okay, enough of this <laughs> joking around. I got a question for you. Do yeah. you think Connor McDavid's going to eclipse 65 goals this year? No, I don't. I think he's actually going to... Digress? Yes, in goals, yeah. Okay, I think he's going to 
and when I say that, I'm not going to say, like, when I say that, he's still going to be a 50-goal scorer, but it's not going to be 60-plus this year. Will Drysdale get more points in him this year? Could it happen? What are the chances? Out I think 10. it could happen. Out of 10. Why, why couldn't it happen? Out of 10, what are the chances? Out of 10? Four and a half. That's a pretty good chance for him. You yeah. basically have him just as good as McDavid. <laughs> just a point five less. Yeah. That's all you're having he, less out. He's pretty good, man. And I, I think you know that. I hope dry sidle. So where do you have these guys' expectations? What place? What seating? Then we can just move on. We talked quite a bit about it. Yeah, we did. And plus you brought up a random story. So Yeah, but pretty cool Tough, story, yeah, though. Very eh? cool story. And it's great for Lucas. It is great for Lucas. I wish I was a kiteboarder. I'm probably going to say this in numerous episodes to come but like i should have been a kiteboarder <laughs> yeah well, why do people play hockey right yeah awesome <laughs> this hockey podcast don't play hockey folks any of you young listeners out there if you want to go and you know go on a private jet of lululemon be a kiteboarder or be really good at hockey and yeah do that yourself from like another planet like mcdavid yes which he probably will be exactly which so expectations i think seating. uh Oilers are going to be finishing second in the Pacific. And breakout player, we mentioned him, Connor Brown. Yeah. Comeback player of the year. Yeah. And uh, McDavid, Drysdale, we touched on it a bit. I think they're going to hover around the same. They're going to be 1 2. In the league again in scoring? Yeah. Yeah. Not a stretch whatsoever. And I think McDavid's going to win the Rock of Richard again as well. I don't think he does. Ooh, okay. So, moving on. Okay. Moving on. How about we go even more west? Because you just said about BC. What about we just go right to Vancouver? Yes. We got BC on the mind. Where Lululemon, the like, owners, probably have season tickets, too. Yeah, why they probably wouldn't own, you? They probably own the Canucks. Yeah, this, this team is on the up and come. Yeah. Maybe they're going to come out with Lululemon jerseys. That'd be sick. But they're going fanatics. Yeah, which is, <laughs> which is you don't like. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be bad at all. I never really. But this guy's rich, eh? That Fanatics guy. Down. He had that. Oh yeah, he had that white party or yeah. whatever. That like you have to only wear white if you want to go. So there's definitely all some kind strings. of celebrities, all kind of athletes. There's like, strings there that he had to pull to be able to get to that contract somehow. Or do you think he just said, "Here's the doll"? For the jerseys in yeah. the NHL. Yeah. Oh, he probably just had the best deal, I guess. But you said they're shitty material. Yeah, if you buy online. They're not the best. So there's top of the line fanatics. They and have different line? tiers. Yeah. Okay. You can get like replicas, or you can just get like a plain old jersey, and it's not going to be as good quality whatsoever. Like you could probably still buy screen print stuff on there, and that okay. stuff does not last. Okay. So if you're going to go buy a fanatics jersey of the Vancouver Canucks, any player on the roster this year besides Pedersen, because I know you already have one of him, and besides use, I might not even say use in there. I'm not. What play are you going to get? Oh, that's a great question. Do I even have to buy one? Like, I wouldn't really... You have to buy I, it, I wouldn't sorry. buy it. Top of the line. I wouldn't buy it. $300 jersey. Let's hear it. I wouldn't buy another one on this team. Well, though. you have to. This is... this is Man, it's not It's not true. It's like just make-believe like, conversation. why would I have to? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if there was going to be one, uh, I mean... I really like that Kuzmenko. Yes, I was going to say him too. Kuzmenko's Kuzmenko pretty good. What? It's a cool name too. Yeah, Andre Kuzmenko. Did the fans start going Kuz, yeah? Kuzy. <coughs> like they did in, Ka- in uh, Washington with uh, Kuznetsov? Yeah. 
I think they just started doing this with Kusnetsov. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone started wearing <laughs> white. No, yeah, uh, no, he'd be in the stands too much if that was the case. You know what? Before we start really talking about the Canucks right now, I want to hear your expectations before we start talking about it. A little change-up. That is completely different, and I just have them to be somewhat competitive this year. I don't think they're going to be a playoff well, like 600, team. 600 uh, winning percentage? Oh, man, that's even that's high. That's real high. That's that's like good high. Well, what, what do you think? No. That's that's way better than just trying to be competitive. No? No. They'll be around like 400s. So they're not making the playoffs this year? No. No, the, no, no. Why don't you think that? Why would I think that? Well, you know, Kuzmenko, I know he, he's probably going to digress there a little bit with uh, his uh, shooting percentage. His shooting percentage last yeah, year was, it was like... Yeah, it, it was astronomical. It was 27 yeah, it was, something. <laughs> it was pretty crazy for a first-year guy coming into the league. Um Playing in Russia for what, how, however many years? He had the most. He was whole life. Kuzmenko had one of the most interesting seasons I it was could remember. Quite, like no one even talked about the guy. Either. And he got benched numerous times. He only played like eight minutes, numerous games. Yeah, old Brucey boy didn't love him too much. And even Talkit didn't like him very much. Yeah, Talkit sat him a Talkett, few times. Talkit did turn this team around though. And he played. And he pretty well cost the team a top five pick in that. Very deep draft this year. Uh, yeah, he could add Rhinebacker. <laughs> I hope he wouldn't take Rhinebacker, but um, down the stretch, like Fuck you. <laughs> down the stretch, Vancouver went twenty twelve and four. Thank you, Kuzmenko and Pedersen. Yeah, they do that all season. There, you know That's who a else playoff came? Team, they do that all season, man. You know who else came to play though? When Taka came in, come on, one name, five seconds, five, four, Brock Besser, three, two. One no, JT yes, Miller. Yes, it was Brock Besser. Turned Brock, his, Brock Besser turned around when Taka came in. You Brock can't say he Besser didn't. Has such because he high... was so bad whenever Bruce was around, and then you're saying he didn't even turn around an ounce. Yeah, he there wasn't around. much of a difference the whole between JT around. Miller's game from first half to there second was, half. There was. I'm not going to get into the stats with you, but just his body language. He wasn't. He wasn't. I think he slapping was just, his stick on the ice because Taka came very to him. pissed off because that team sucked ass no, at the start because, of the year. It's because Taka came to him and said, "Listen, we're not. You don't show this kind of body language around here. You've you got the this, inside scoop on this. You and Taka. You're not showing this body language around TNT here. You're not slapping programs. sticks. You're not dissing teammates. You're going out there. You're a leader here. We signed you. You know this franchise signed you big time for the next what seven, eight years. You have to be a leader on this team, or this franchise is going nowhere. Maybe." Maybe it wasn't words just like that, but that's basically what he was trying to put into JT Miller's head. Try to get him kickstarted and make sure everyone's going in the right direction on that team. Well, from just the media uh, standpoint, and what I've been hearing, I've just been hearing that like you know JT Miller was kind of a uh, he was kind of a sucky baby. Like he was kind of sucking. He was being a baby. He's not being a leader. He's not being. A, I'm not gonna say adult because he is an adult and this is just a game. It doesn't mean he's like this in real life. But that's that's how the media kind of took JT portrayed Miller. Portrayed him, anyways. That's how, yes. that's how they portrayed him. And then Taka came along. They said that he said these things, maybe not at word for word, but basically was like, "Grow up. We don't want this around here. We want to mature. We want a professional." Well, no mentality. one would want that around there whatsoever. But his first half season totals compared to second half season totals, not that much of a difference. Yes, his. Um, 
mannerisms around the rink and just his way he was going about day but in that and day means out a lot, was, a, was a lot different for that sure. Means a lot. Maybe that did rally the boys a bit. And maybe people, that rallied Besser saying, oh, maybe this guy's all right. Because these young guys coming into this team. Because he was playing with them on the yeah, same line. And yeah, and he's an older fella. You know, he's not older. But yeah, he's, he's, he's more he, of a vet in that team than anyone else. Well, yeah, because I think he's the oldest forward on that team. Well, there you go. And, you know, and these like players, 30s. these players look up to him. And if he's doing all this stuff out there, it's not good for the team. It's not good for the mentality. Do you think they look up more to JT Miller than anyone else? No, like, I didn't say it. I'm not, okay. I'm not saying it to anyone else, but... He's one of the guys that the younger guys look up to. Like if he's going out there slapping a stick and being pissed off with how other players are playing out there, you don't no do that wants, shit. Yeah, especially if he's like you said, he is one of the leaders on that team. They do look for him because he is one of their better players, hundred percent. He's probably their second best like player. How shitty was their best player behind Patterson and Hughes? Yeah, exactly. And how shitty was that franchise portrayed this past season? No, it wasn't great. Do you remember all that talk that was going on? A lot of smack. Well, they're supposed to always take that next step, and they still haven't taken that step. Like, they're still... They made the playoffs, what, a few, like, four years ago now, maybe? Yeah. Five? And haven't been back since, and haven't even been remotely close, yeah. honestly. Besser, Pedersen, Hughes, Miller, even their goaltender, Demko. Like, this team was supposed to be a good playoff team And last Demko year. was hurt most of the year, so that kind of sucked, but... He was very bad in the first half anyways. Yeah. Like he was allowing like fucking five, seven, eight goals every night, it seemed like. So is it going to be a just a one-year like slump there for the Canucks? Do you think they're actually going to be battling for that last wildcard spot? I think they definitely battle for that wildcard spot. I don't know if they quite get in because this Pacific it's a good, it's only a good got division. better, honestly. It's a good division. I don't think they really got any worse, especially when you look at other teams like... The Flames, they're not going to have that bad of a year again this season. Let's not, I know let's I'm kind of jumping ahead, kind of jumping ahead, but we do got to compare it, right? And then we got the Kings too, Kraken. Obviously, I think that Kraken team, they don't have the stars, but I think they just play better as a group than what this Vancouver team has shown us. What amazes me about this division, and maybe those two do flip flop. Yeah, I could it, see that. Oh yeah, and you never know. But but what amazes me about this division is that each team is built differently. You know, some teams have a lot of, you know, physicality. Some teams have a lot of skills. Some teams have it all through the lineup, like the Seattle Kraken, like we keep talking about how amazing that franchise is. Not many teams are built like them, and they're still finding success. And maybe other franchises that are starting to that rebuild stage, maybe they lean more to that kind of style. You know, lean more right. and not just get the big stars, just the little stars. You know, not the little stars. I shouldn't say that, but like just, you know, <laughs> where, no, you know, I, I, know I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, nothing like he's not a star in the league, but he is like on the fringe. But Vancouver, they're built with, you know, they have a couple stars, you know, like three stars, really. Like, would you consider use as like top 20 defensemen in the league? Offensively, for sure. But like overall, like. Yeah, like, based on. Solely on his offense overall, yeah. Like Dunn ranked better than him at five five on five play last year. Vince Dunn. And I'd rather have that guy on my team than Quinn Hughes. That's a big statement to make, but I would. Because he does things at both he does things at both ends of the ice and he didn't yes. solely he didn't solely uh just need the power play. He he did things of even strength. And I find if you find guys that can put the puck in the net and do have great defensive metrics I think they're more important than Quinn the guys. Hughes, like he's, he's not that mu- he's not a minus player. Like he nope. was still a plus player in Vancouver. That with yep. that team was always losing and losing and losing. So 
Yeah, you saying he doesn't really provide much in his own zone compared to Dunn. Do you think that's fair to say? Yeah, well, it like, is fair Hughes to say. is still on their kill. It is fair to say. He's like, still killing penalties. He's yeah, but it's he's just, obviously trusted in their own zone. Even I'm just talking. I'm just talking stats from last year. Like Dunn was in the top I ten. I would ends take Quinn Hughes over Vince Dunn any day. All right. Well, that's see, that's the difference. You know, you if you're the GM of a team and I'm a GM of the team, you know, if I had to pick one player, I'm picking Dunn. Yeah, it might sound like it might sound like an idiot right now. You do, he, but Quinn Quinn Hughes puts up a shit ton of points. But just watching Vince Dunn there in the playoffs last year, and the games I watched during the regular season, we haven't even seen Quinn Hughes in there yet. We haven't seen what he can do. He's a talented motherfucker. Don't oh, get me wrong. Is he ever? He dazzles. He's he, special, man. He's gonna be. He's entertaining. He's entertaining to watch. You know, he's more entertaining to watch than Vince Dunn. He is. But it's not always down to the entertainment aspect. It's not whatsoever. Like that's PK Subban on that one. Yeah, you know, I'm, North former Norris Trophy winner. I know. I he know had it was great a, years, man. He had great years. Like he but was, it was a, a down year. in his prime in Montreal. He was special. But defensive man, defensively, yeah, whew, took a lot of risks. Yeah, a but ton. entertainment, right, for the fans. If Montreal, Montreal didn't win. I mean, they're selling out that stadium regardless, though. They are. Um. But with Vancouver, yeah, I think I still have them missing the playoffs. They're going to be competitive this year. Yeah, maybe they do battle for that wild card spot, but maybe this isn't their year unless yeah. Patterson has like a heart season, really. Like yeah. if he proves to be like an MVP type caliber player, well, he he put they up could 105 fall. last year, 102, I believe it well, was. There you go, 102, I think. He'll it be was. a point so, per game guy. Oh yes, easily bonafide. And JT Miller, I'd say. Point per game guy, Kuzmenko. Point per game guy. Uh, hopefully Quinn Hughes, ba- probably point per game guy. <sighs> probably. What's the chances on that? I want to hear. He had your... he had seventy six points in seventy eight games last year. So you think he's going to be a point per game? If all if all these other guys that you're saying that are taking that, gonna no, be tell- a point per game. No, I'm telling you, like this is what he's going to be one what, of them. This is what has to happen if they're going to think about battling for that wild card spot. Well, I can see Kuzmenko doing it. Miller did it last year. Patterson did it last year. Why can't... So if a team has... Like that if a power team play has is great. Over, the power play is good. If a team has they over six talent. guys that puts up point per game, oh, they that's should a be playoff a, That's team. a playoff team, yes. And if Demko just plays yeah, top he's, 15... Yeah, he's the one that needs to step up this season. Top 15 goaltenders in the league. If he just does that, Vancouver's a playoff team. Yeah, so, he's the one that needs to step up. He was inconsistent last year. They obviously look towards him to be uh, number one stud in this yeah. league uh if not i know there was talks last year he's going to get shipped out so maybe they still look at that option so where do you have vancouver i have Bob. them just missing but i can see them in seattle probably flip-flop like i can see it see next season where seattle misses vancouver gets in so you had seattle pegged at four yeah and i'm, I'm almost having to move them down okay so you're going to move seattle down put vancouver there no no, we'll we'll do uh, we'll do complete rankings at the end of the show, like right before um, we sum it the up season it. starts. Like okay, but for now I'll have them right there. Yeah, because we can't really do that quite yet. No, I wanna, we can kind yeah. of feel it out right now. Yeah, I'm feeling it out right now, but nothing set in stone. I'm just banking on like Carlson goes Seattle, then I can yeah, but like yeah, if that doesn't happen before a season, things are gonna flip flop for me. Yeah. So fans uh, and listeners, just letting you know out there, our aliens. <laughs> Uh, we're just kind of frigging around with like where they think they're going to fall, like for expectation wise, even though 
we're just given that now because of where the team sits now and the personnel they have on the team, all this can change. And, you know, trades can and still happen. Like clearly we're gonna be talking about these teams throughout the off season too, leading yeah. up to um October, whenever the hockey does pick up. So So a team I wanna talk about. Yeah, let's keep moving. But I want to hear your breakout star for this Vancouver team before I go. I already said it's got to be Demko, the guy that needs to step up. That's on the this breakout squad. star. No, like not has to be. Like I want to hear like who you think will be the breakout player of this Vancouver Canucks team. Like could even be like Pod Colson. Could even be Pod Colson. Could be that guy. It could even be Connor Garland. Do you think Connor Garland can come up with a thirty goal season? Hmm. Like who? Tanner Pearson? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I I I don't see too many breaking out besides what they had. Like their top four is their top four. I don't think really one guy's gonna really step up. Yeah. So Kuzmenko may score 30 goals this year, as opposed to 40. Yeah, he got 39 last year. Okay, one team I want to move on to, and it's kind of an exciting team. I want to talk about the Anaheim Ducks. That's an exciting team for you? It is a very exciting team. Because the young talent? Just so much young talent. They do have a lot of young stars right now. Zegris, obviously. Uh, you got to talk about him when you talk about the Anaheim Ducks. He's going to be the face of that team for a long time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Or does that new kid, Leo Carlson, <laughs> be the guy? There's no way, right? Uh, No. Just say no. No. Because it's not going to happen. <laughs> I think one player that I think is really going to break out this year is Mace McTavish. Oh, I love that pick. You know, he's my top breakout candidate. For know. the Ducks. Yeah. No, I he's love that He's probably pick. the most obvious choice, basically, on the roster if you're any kind of hockey guy. Like, you know, he's ready for it, right? I know the shoulder injury sidelined him there, you know, after only eight games last year. But I think he's, I think his shoulder's fine. I think he's ready to go. What do you think? No, I like I love Third that. Third overall pick. pick in 2021. Yeah, no, you know? I I love that pick. I think he's going to have a great season as well. Uh hopefully he does break out. It's definitely what they need. They got to see what they have in these young stars. The only issue I guess right now with the Ducks, they just haven't signed those young stars yet. Like Terry, he's kind of going through arbitration right now and they were far apart. Did you see that? The what Terry th- wanted like three eight, plus mil? eight. Yeah, Terry wanted like eight mil, and I think the team had it down to like four and a half or something, like four point oh, two five. The like, team can't sign him for eight million. Terry, I think, is not an eight million dollar player. I don't he think is, he is either, man. I he's think, like a six and six point no, seven five. Like, no, no, he's like four point five five million bucks. Oh my god, you are so down on that guy. Do you have any stats on him there? I didn't get any stats on him there this episode. Like his last season stats? Yeah. Yeah, I pull him up. He's played 70 games last year, 23 goals, 38 assists for 61 points. He's a $6.5 million guy. So you just went from 4.5 to 6.5. Well, I said 4.5 right to 5. So That's let's still go. a huge jump. That's a 2 to 1.5 jump. million to 5.5 million. So I think he's. I think he should land somewhere between 6. Point, I think he'll get probably $6.5 million. I think he's like, going to get 6.5 on a, like a two-year, or maybe it's just going to be a one-year. If I was him... If I was Terry, I don't have much confidence in Terry. If but I was Terry, he might have a lot of confidence in himself. I know, but if and I was Terry, every player Terry, should. It'd be six point five million. If they offer me six point five million for let's say eight years, take that, buddy, right quick. Well, it's going to the arbitration, so they'll have to decide. 
And obviously teams come in low and the players come in high and they always reach right in the middle. Is yeah. what always happens. So we'll see what happens there on the Troy Terry front. I think they need him in their lineup. He he's like a oh yeah. He's always a twenty goal. He's gonna be a twenty goal player like like season in season out. He's just stud like Trevor Zegers. Hopefully they get him signed too. He's gonna sign for a bigger ticket for sure. Yeah. This year I can see him probably hovering around eight. He's got to be around eight. Probably sign a bridge deal at around eight. Yeah, I could see that actually, Sor. Yeah. I don't think he's really shown enough to be worth more. No, I don't think so either. I, I really don't. Like that's why I think he chooses that bridge route and then see where he's is after that. I guess basically just like what uh Nathan McKinnon did when he signed that deal. Jack Hughes, I guess, with the same. Yeah. See what happens. But what if he does another Michigan or something? Yeah, that he had five dollars to his contract. Teams don't care how the fucking puck goes into <laughs> that man. <laughs> but you know what? Zegers is a pretty competent motherfucker. You know, he's gonna bet on himself all day. Yeah, that's why I see a bridge deal coming for sure out of uh him. Two and years seven point five? Troy Terry. Two years, seven and a half? Um No, two years seven point nine. I think it's gonna be three eight. Three years, eight million dollars a year. That's yeah. gonna be considered a bridge deal. Holy yeah. fuck, man! Well, that's bridge, some deals are, bridge, deal. bridge deals are bridge deals are short, shorter contracts, not long length. Yeah, but a bridge. What I consider a bridge deal is that, yeah, we'll do something right now, but I'm gonna want a fucking shit ton more money later on because I know the cap's going up. Yeah, he will get more after that. I don't think Trevor Zegers. Yeah, great example of a entertaining player to watch, right? Yeah, maybe yeah, not. He, maybe not. He's greatest. a flashy as hell player. Like, maybe not all he's around. He's gonna fill that rink. Oh yeah, not all around, but no. he is fun to fucking watch. I'd go watch him, wouldn't you? Yes. Oh, a thousand percent. He's gonna be three times eight. That's gonna be the contract. You heard it here first. Good example. On house or hockey. Okay, I don't really want to talk too much about Anaheim. Yeah, exciting young team, but I want to yeah, see exciting young team. They, but I have them pegged at bottom. Bottom. Uh, we should talk about their new signings too. Like they brought in Kalorn and Gudas as well, both coming from winning backgrounds. Well, winning ish for Gudas, I guess. Yeah, it's still Anaheim's a ways the, away. From they the are team. a ways away. I don't even know what they signed. That Gudas probably wants to hit the beach. Kalorn probably wants to stay on the beach. Well, Gudas they both want to stay just, on the beach. Gudas is probably just gonna rehab this year. Yeah, he's and probably chill, just gonna chill get... out on the beach in California. Yeah, he's probably just in Kalorn. Probably the same thing. He's. Played a lot of games over the last like fucking yeah. They're eight like, years. oh, we finally get an off season this year. We don't gotta fucking play into June anymore. We don't have to play hard. This team wants a fucking like, top three pick again. Yeah, you know, it's management's not gonna do nothing. We're signed anyways. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's uh, it's gonna be a very down year for Anaheim, but they will be better than last year. I'll still so watch instead them. Of, instead of last place in their division, they will be seventh. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be Second last. last They'll be the last division. in the Pacific Division. And we might as well go quick quickly on the San Jose Sharks, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, last place in the division. So you think Anaheim's gonna fiz- I mean go ahead of San Jose? Yes. No, man. They signed Zadina. Zadina's gonna be like a hundred point guy. Do you wanna have like it's a silly bet, but do you wanna have a bet on that? Who's gonna finish last in this division? In the Pacific Division? So yeah, fuck it. Whoever finishes second I'll last. I'll go with San Jose. Yeah, so obviously whoever comes second last wins the bet. 
end of the division. Oh, so whoever, whoever comes finished second last. Whatever, so, highest seeding, I guess. We'll just go with highest seeding. Okay, so no, no, no. So let's just see. I'll take Ducks. Just... You got Sharks. And whoever you gets think... the highest seeding wins the bet, and the bet wager will be... No, we can't talk this yet. We have to see what happens with Carlson. We know he's gone. We like we see. said last week, it's not a matter we'll of Maybe I will he get trade. traded. It's a Maybe matter I have of when. I've been in the sauna. I was cutting grass here for no, a while. He's today. already backing out. He knows the Sharks <laughs> are going to suck this year, just like the Ducks. It's just a matter of who's going to come the last. The Ducks are going to fucking suck, and maybe they'll bring up Dostal. Maybe Gibson will finally leave and go somewhere. Well, that's I another thing, right? Like Gibson's, Gibson's going to be leaving too. He but should like, be gone. He sucked anyways last year. Fucking let him go. They can't get as much form now. That no, God no. Management should have got rid they of him when two they two years ago. Same thing would happen to Carey Price. They should have traded him two years ago. Probably actually at the same time they traded Freddie. Same thing would happen to Carey Price. Yeah. Remember? Waited too soon. They should have fucking traded him, and I told everyone that, and then they fucking signed him to like twenty fucking million dollars a season. And then went to the Cup final though. Sounds like Sharks. So they still got Hurdle, Couture. Obviously, they're going to be the guys leading the way. Maybe their young guys do step up. William Eklund, he Barbanov. should be pretty good. Like he 50, 50 point guy for Eklund this year. Rookie. Coming oh, yeah. in? Yeah, 50 Will points. Smith, what do you think? Is he going to make the lineup or is he going to no, go he's back? No, not, he's not playing this year. He's going to college, NHL. right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's not the immediate help. They really, well, why would he step in anyways? Like, you I know, know the team's going to suck. Like, it's might nice as well talking. get that year of, of confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Get all the ice time you can get. get obviously, obviously he probably would get the ice time at San Jose because he will be one of their better players as soon as he steps in. Get a good player in the draft this year to play with him later on. Mm-hmm. Will Smith probably wants that. Go back to college, have some fun, you know? Yep. Enjoy another good season. San Jose going to get their top three pick. And we'll yes. go from there. Will they, Smith they, enters next year. They could come last this year, honestly, in the whole league. Yeah, it's, and you know what? It's a sin. San Jose was so good for so many years. And they it's couldn't the price come you got to pay. And they couldn't come they up couldn't, with the cup. Yeah, not one cup. Sad. Sad, sad, sad. But, uh, yeah, Carlson's going to be out. Um, Hurdle, maybe he'll lead the way. Couture, he could probably get traded at the deadline, honestly. Yeah. If Because uh, San Jose definitely will eat some of that contract. Might as well get some assets when you still can with him. So but, yeah, not much to say about this team. Expectations um, last. win over 20 games. <laughs> Just win over 20 games. That's your expectation. <laughs> Just went over twenty, and management selling and getting some um, good pieces back. Who who needs to step up? Doesn't matter. It, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Sharks fans, but hopefully we have something good to say throughout the season on this team. But yeah, not okay. right now. I want to I want to do the next team. I'm really excited yeah. We're this only team. down to two. L.A. Kings. Oh, we down to three. Right, we gotta speed this yeah. up. L.A. Kings. It's gonna be a fucking long sorry, fans. But uh, I want to talk. We'll talk. We'll speed things up. Why yeah. not? Yeah. So expectations are LA Kings this year. Without talking about nothing else first, what are they? Oh, they're a playoff team. Uh, definitely going to be top three in division this season. Yeah, they'll be top three for sure. I think they're going to be battling with the Edmonton Just Oilers. depends on goaltending for me, though. Cam Talbot, man, he yeah. he's at, he said it himself. He's at the point in his career where he wants to win. They have two 30-year-old goaltenders. And L- signed a one-year, $1 million deal LA with LA, Cam Talbot. Great deal. Cam Talbot wants to he be there. He was nothing last year, man. He knows. And he was hurt. But, man, we He's just talked. for last couple years. We just talked about this. If he stays healthy, he's in an organization that has a team in front of him. He can put up good numbers. He can. And that's why he went to L.A. He has for a million bucks. That's why. It wasn't because that's the only team that wanted him. 
It's because the only team that would have a starting role for him, though. He wants to go there, and he's going to play well this it's year. It's because they couldn't it. afford another starting goaltender, so they went with the cheapest option. Yeah, they want a Corpusello, but they want to. They know, had to go with the cheap option. Like this team, that's their only issue is their goaltending. Their D is, I don't know, it's it's middle of the pack in the NHL. Really, it's nothing to write home about. No. Doughty on the decline. Hopefully, Brant Clark steps up this season. They really need him to. Gavrikov, obviously, a solid option yeah, back there. Fine. Uh, other than that, man, there's not really much to write home about. But they have the cap um, space there. At Mikey sign. Anderson, he he can play good. They have cap space there to sign another demon here. You know they do not have much cap space. They'll make it though. That's that's why they had to sign Talbot. Like they have zero cap space. That's why they had to get rid of Jersey, and just to bring in Dubois. Like yeah, you look at that Dubois trade, but Jersey Jersey's basically. Part of that deal because LA's, they need to free up more space to bring him in. LA's oh so kind of built like Toronto, but worse. They're worse. Oh yeah, obviously they don't but have the worse. talent they do. Yeah, no, you're right. Like they're top heavy. They just meaning forwards are the top and the goaltenders are the bottom. I don't, I don't think they're much better now than they were last year. I'm I'm actually doubting. Like I don't even know if they'd be listen, a top three any t- listen, anymore. Man, they have Kempe. Kempe is going to score 30. Kopitar is going to score 25. Kopitar is probably going to have 80 points. Uh, Fiala is going to have 80. They're all... Kopitar, Who? point per game. Who? Fiala, point per game. Kempe, yeah. almost point per game. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, probably point per game. This probably. team's going to be good. This team's going to be good. There's a lot of probably's there. So you said top three. There's not very confident. I said like, top three. I don't think I'm going top three anymore. You changed they're, they're, your... They're, you, yeah, you talked yourself yeah. out of... Them being top three. Oh, well, man, I just looked well, at this freaking Jesus. team, man. Like, this is not a great team. And getting rid of um, Ayafalo and Velarde and also that other young player there, Kapari. Like, Depth guys that are important. They are, Seattle, man. They Seattle. are. Like, do you think Dubois is going to be really that good to overcome four the roster departures, players? The departures of like, four depth guys. Yeah. It was basically four roster players that they had to give up to bring in Pierre-Luc Dubois. Is he that good? And I don't think he is. No. That's we'll that's the issue, right? Well, we'll almost five guys because they had to get rid of Cap- <laughs> they had to get rid of Corpusalo too, man. Like, no. So you're having them at about fifth. <laughs> Fuck, man, they could miss the playoffs, honestly. Wow. Okay. No, they're not gonna miss the playoffs. It will be a wild card team. All right. So we have we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Yeah. You know, Vegas, when, well, let's, let's move on to Vegas right now because I want to make... You didn't want to leave the Stanley Cup champs to the end? That's what I was kind of okay, gearing up. Then. Let's go Calgary Flames right yeah. away. And they had a really shit season last year. Yeah. Ah, plain and simple, right? Sutter's out, though. They got a new face in there. I think it's exactly what they need because he ran his course and he should never be in the NHL again. Yeah. Uh, I think really the whole roster rescinded their trades, right? Yeah. Uh, after Sutter was fired. Yeah. That's, Man, that, that's saying something when a whole roster says, no, I don't want to be traded anymore. As soon as one guy gets fired. Oh, I agree. You know what, though? Hempis Lind... Hempis... Not Hempis Lindholm. No. Nope. Elias Lindholm. And Backlund. Yeah. And Hannafin. Hannafin already said he wanted to leave still. But he might change his mind. But listen to where I'm getting here. I am. Top guys. All right? ears. And uh, they all have to be re-signed. None of them are re-signed yet. This first half of this season for the Calgary Flames 
is going to be very, very important. If they get out of the gate winning a lot of games, these guys might say, you know what, we have a fucking good team here, actually. Let's stay. Let's resign. But if they get out of, come out of the, the gate here... They still have this year on their contracts, though. They do, but again, they don't want to get into the situation with the Johnny Goudreau thing. No, that's right. And the math contract. They don't <clears throat> like they want could be, that. They could be sellers come deadline time. But that's yes. what I mean. The beginning of the season is very, very important to the Calgary Flames. I think Backlund will sign as long as he gets that C on his chest. I think that's it's that's the only thing he wants. It feels like the do only you, thing he wants is be the captain on that team. Do you think? Do you think he get that though over like Mackenzie Weger or Kadri yes. or yes? Yeah, I, I feel like if they, I heard a lot of people saying that Mackenzie Weger should have it. You know, he's he signed long term. You know, and he's a good player. You know, he's one of the top D men. Good in the dressing room. They say. They think they want to give it to him, and I think that's so wrong. Like he just came there last year. Backlund's been there for like fucking. It seemed like an eternity. And he's earned it. I think he's the guy too. And if you know what, Backlund's if, earned it. He does everything for that. Do you team. think that's what he's searching for in the contract? I don't even think it matters. Like as long as he gets to see, he's gonna resign with you. Yeah. Like if they just say, "Yeah, you're our captain." Yeah. Sign on the dotted line here. As but long as he gets a respectable, with that, they wouldn't respectable go public with AV. shit like that. No, it's going to be all pretty tight-knit there for a little bit anyways. But So what's the expectations for the Calgary Flames? Expectations? they got to be a playoff team this year. Um, I want them They to were be expected too. to be a playoff team last year. I want they them to had, be. obviously, a lot of turnover last season. Uh, Hubert O coming in, Kadri Brink getting in. You mentioned Uyghur as well. Shake up. Um Huberto and Kadri need to step up. Huberto expects. Mag- too. Mag had a down year too, yeah. He's just uh goals are nothing. It seems like he's not much of a playmaker. Yeah. Y- you can say that. Like they have Hannafin. They have Anderson. You know? They have Chris Tanev. They might have be Tanev. one of Chris Tanev's like a solid stay at home guy. And Zadarov. And they have, have Weger. Like they have a good decor there. The, and if Markstrom actually plays like his Vesna trophy. And if like, Markstrom doesn't, they have that young prospect, Dustin Wolf, who has literally won goaltender of the year everywhere he's went. So, Calgary, very interesting team to watch this season. I think, yeah, I think I think they're going to be better than the LA Kings next year. Yeah. So, I have Calgary making the playoffs next year. Same. I, but like it's, I not, just... it's not come from my heart. I'm just saying that. I don't even, <laughs> I really don't really, 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 yeah. really mean it. But I'd like, to, you know what? I'm going to change my. What I said, I would like for them to make the playoffs next year. Well, a lot of guys they, there have to prove themselves. And I think they will. Like, uh, Obviously, their top goal or point scorer last year, Tyler Foley, did get traded to the Devils. We mentioned that a couple couple uh, episodes ago with the four, Sharangovich. He's not going to be that type of player. He's not going to put up 70, I don't think, like to Foley. But I think you're going to see like Huberto and Kadri Huberto especially, yeah. he needs to get over 80. needs to get over 80. You know what? Probably over 90. Like. They're they're going to step up because if if I was Huberto, I got trade. Yeah, this is my career summed up. Played all my years in Florida. Got trade to Calgary. Put up 115 points in Florida. Got trade to Calgary. Didn't fucking put up 60-plus points again the rest of my career. That's what he's going to be fucking known as. Oh, exactly, yeah. Uh, he wants to play well, too. He's going to play well. I think he's going to have a bounce-back season for sure. And he's going to help this team maybe gain a top three spot. If not, they're 
I think we got to solidify them as a wildcard team. I do anyways. I am. Yeah. So, cup champions. They are not a cup champion. Oh, right on to Vegas. <laughs> I was like, they're not going to be cup champions. <laughs> no, fuck. Yeah. I was Who like, knows, though? Who knows? Who knows? Anything can happen, right? Yeah. Um, right on to the cup champions. All right. Yeah, Vegas. Do we really here, even have to boy. say a whole lot on Vegas? Like, well, we know Barbershev. this. We know this team. Barbershev's yeah, re-signing Barbershev was massive for them. He, Big plus. Yeah, obviously, everyone's seen what they did in the postseason. Eichel's still there. Is Stone going to be healthy? Is the big question mark? Did you hear what Stone said? Stone came out and said that I'm already ready to want to defend this Stanley mm-hmm. Cup. Like, I want to win this thing again. I want to be a back-to-back champion. That is great to hear. That's really good to hear. And I, they didn't lose. Did they lose anything? I don't think they lost anybody. Uh, Bluger. Yeah, uh, a depth piece. Where I already knew he was even on the team. So a depth yeah. <laughs> piece they can go out and um, obviously add at the deadline. So and they had their goaltending there. Not a big there. loss. They got Aiden Hill. Logan Thompson's going to be healthy next yep. season if Hill isn't going to end up being the guy so yeah they'll be set up uh defense is probably one of the best core in the league mm-hmm. and they're all still there definitely top oh, man i'm gonna say top three in the league that decor oh yeah 100 percent. top three easily See how they played in that playoffs stevenson marshall so william carlson they got so much scoring depth on this team they have one more year if they want to win this thing back to back they have one more year that's it marshall will be gone after that you know, they have a good chance at repeating, even though it's as hard. It's so hard to do. Like ask, well, ask the Lightning. And uh, every team expected Colorado to do it this season. Yeah, injuries, man. It's all about injuries. That's why Eric's gonna come down to with this Vegas Golden Knights team. Like right now, though, it seems could, like everyone's still healthy. Everyone's healthy, right? Stone never went on. No one really underwent any major surgeries. No, you're right. Expectations obviously going to be a playoff team once again. I'm going to have them second in the division this year. Uh, I, I do think Edmonton's going to take that first spot because there is going to be some some downs with the Knights next season. Every team goes through it. So second in division, where do you have them slotted, Joel? The Vegas Golden Knights? That's the team we're talking about. In the division. In the division. Well, you already know my answer. Number one. Yes, God. Fighting with the Edmonton Oilers, like I said earlier. Good enough. Anyone stepping up? Uh, God's going to step up this year. I think William Carlson, I think he really felt good, and I think he's on the booze train pretty good, so he's loose. Definitely after that parody there. I think Carlson, you know how he had that 40-goal season? I'm going to peg him for a 30-goal guy this year. And uh, it's going to help out Vegas pretty good there. Uh, and I think Barbashev, I think he's going to put up 32. Like This, this Vegas team is going to be good. They might even win the President's Trophy this year. No. If the Toronto Maple Leafs don't beat them out. <laughs> I don't think Toronto's going to win it either, but I like the 30-goal 30 30 prediction for Carlson is actually massive because he didn't even have half that last season, so yeah, it's a bold statement. Hopefully... You have them first though, two, though, sorry? I, no. Did you not listen? No, sorry. I just really have to piss. You didn't even go piss. No, I can't. You're such a liar, man. I can't. I had them second because I already picked them in them first. You knew that. I know, but you changed all your other picks. You what's what's your, wrong with the memory over there, man? You talked. You talked all yourself. You talked yourself out of a bunch of other picks there with the LA Kings and stuff. So I thought maybe yeah, you talked yourself. I just out of looked this at that too. LA Kings roster again, and I did not like it. Giving up five guys basically for Pierre Luc Dubois, gross. That's fucking gross. Yeah. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they missed that next year. Yeah, so uh, that was a pretty good, so, that was a pretty Oilers, good kickoff. Oilers Knights going to be the dogs, and I think it's going to be a toss-up other than that in that division between the Canes, Kraken, Flames, and Canucks. It's going to be, who knows? You, It's really hard to pencil that one in. The it is going division. to be, and obviously we're going to have real solid rankings come uh, probably our last episode before the regular season starts. Yeah. That's when we're going to do it. But yeah. for now, you got a rough estimate where every team's going to be, where we think they're going to be anyways. Yeah. Like, seriously, though. <sighs> Gearing up Calgary. for a great year, though. Oh, yeah. Anyways, enough enough is enough. Good talks are for our first preseason chatter of each team's expectations for this upcoming season. I think we covered some pretty good ones there. It's going to be an interesting to see where the Pacific Division, where those final standings are going to fall, and where some of these players are going to resign. Are some players going to exactly. resign before the start of the season? There's still a lot up in the air with those franchises. And we might as well, a little bit of other news that did come out today too, uh, off Pacific Top, but Swayman did sign that one-year deal today. No, he didn't. 3.475, and I told you earlier he was going to oh, come in yeah. under Samsonov, and he came in under. One-year deal, yes. Just like Samsonov. One-year deal. I mean, Boston doesn't really have much wiggle room, especially because they just signed Trent Frederick. might have been yesterday. It could have been this morning. Two million to, bucks a year. Yeah. That's, that's hefty, I thought. Like, that's their whole cap. Yeah. They're right against their team. They're, they're at it. Their they're, team's ready. And it's not looking pretty, but we'll talk on that in a few episodes. Yes, we'll t- we'll talk on, guys, and uh, we'll what division we're going at there uh, next week. What do you think, Sor? What, what division do you think we should tackle next week? I think we got to stay in the West. We gotta go with the central division. Yeah, let's stay in the West because I like to like the chatter, like talk back and forth about like you know what they look like with the Pacific teams and uh, what kind of at the end of the whole West we'll see. Maybe we'll give like a rough take yeah. of the eight teams that would be making the playoffs. Oh, exactly. And there's one other sign, and we did not bring up Tarasenko to Ottawa. Oh yeah, that one kind of went. That kind of went under the radar because because it, it happened. Pretty well right after we uh, wrapped up last episode. So that's going to be a good fill-in for Debrinkat. Oh, yeah, man. I, I think that's just what they needed. One year as well, five mil. Good guy, too. Uh, Ottawa, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek preview, but they're going to be a playoff team this year. Whoa. I don't know about that. We'll talk about that later, guys. But thanks a lot, guys, for uh... listening to us yeah. once again. We appreciate yeah. it. Always love the listeners, and we're here to provide you content week in, week out, from here on out till the season starts up. Peace out. Have a great weekend, and happy August. Yes. Happy August, yeah. First, wow. Birthday soon. Turn the fuck up, we going out tonight I've been waiting all my life Every time I go out, I think I found my wife I can't help but turn down the lights I'm gonna take some down tonight This shit is so hot, that's what it's sounding like Make you wanna fuck around tonight Bitch I want you in there